three, two, one, let's go. Welcome back to Mission Forge. I am Bobby Jankovic. I'm the broker at Remax Capital. And Mission Forge is where we engage each other, empower one another, and elevate the real estate world around us. Low inventory is not a new problem, but it is a problem. And guess what? Foreclosures are inventory too. So we have a basic supply and demand problem. Too much demand. I won't say too much. Let's just say a lot of demand because demand is good in, in, in the real estate world. That means we all have something to do. But we have a low supply, a low inventory that just aren't enough houses. And so your job as a buyer's agent is to know that inventory, all of the inventory. That would include a FISBO. And it also includes foreclosure listings. The foreclosure listings that I want to talk about today are HUD or FHA. FHA foreclosures are marketed by HUD and then VA foreclosures, like a VA loan. So it's good for you, A, to know these, these properties out there so that you can have conversations with your buyers and see if there's a fit, a match. And then also, you need to iron out these kinks because in a competitive market, if you just all of a sudden find a VA foreclosure or an FHA foreclosure and your client wants to roll on it, and you haven't even dipped your toe in the water, you're not gonna come off as professional, you could lose the property, and you have not served your client. So let's get you up to speed if you're not already. And let me say this, I am not anticipating a major serious foreclosure boom, that's not what this is about. Yes, there's going to be increases, but the numbers are so low because there's so much equity out there the lack of equity is what's going to precipitate more foreclosures. Um, that doesn't mean there's not going to be distress. Distress is constant. Sometimes it's more, sometimes it's less. Distress is not going to lead to foreclosures in as many cases because of the equity that's in the marketplace. So people who are in distress will be able to sell their properties and get out without going through a foreclosure, even if they're behind on their payments. Whereas 10 years ago or whatever, everybody was upside down. There was a lack of equity. There was negative equity. And what did we have to do? We had to all become short sale experts. That's not the case now. Um, now, maybe in two or three years when all the home equity lines get zapped up, we can have a different conversation. But right now, um, I want you to know about VA and FHA foreclosures. So the cool thing is foreclosures are a solid way to have a predictable outcome for a hardy buyer. What do I mean? You know, buy, this is not buying a house on the steps of the courthouse. That has a lot of unknowns in it. There might be somebody in the house. There could be a numerous thing, problems with the house. Um, you're you're likely to get the property, but you know, you're gonna probably need cash. A foreclosure or an REO has gone through many inspections uh, by the seller, by affiliates of the seller, by agents of the seller, and not saying that they have figured everything out, but there's generally a fair amount of disclosure. There's time for buyers to perform inspections, and there's times where sellers will make repairs. 
Now, those repairs are not going to be made based on a buyer inspection, but they will be made generally on an appraisal inspect, an appraisal, appraisal inspection where an appraiser comes in and says, look, I can't, there won't be a loan because there's no handrailing here or that roof has a hole in it. The bank is not going to be able to give money on that unless that roof is fixed or replaced or whatever. So those are the the major, the, the product being delivered is usually at a minimal standard of lendability, which is pretty good for a hardy buyer. So again, you've got a predictable outcome. If your buyer is hardy, and that means that they've got a, a little bit or a moderate penchant for risk, they are willing to take some amount of risk, foreclosures might be the way to go. And um, as I said, most have been pre-inspected. Um, keep in mind that asset managers will usually fix things to minimal lender, lender requirements. Um, the buyer can do further inspections and reserve the right to walk away usually, um, but the findings of the home inspection generally don't matter too much to the seller. They're not, they're not usually willing to do anything uh, based on the home inspection. Again, unless you think of that Venn diagram where the, some of those repairs kind of lap into what the appraiser will find. Um, so, as I mentioned, VA does um, foreclosures for, for vets who have gone bad on their, their, their notes for whatever reason. And those properties are marketed with listing agents, but they also appear at a key source called VRM Properties. And you can see the link to that in the notes below. But if you just circle VA foreclosures or VRM properties, you'll find this, this, um, this site and you need to register as a, an agent. So if you plan to go ahead and make an offer for the property, even if you go directly to the listing agent, they're going to tell you, you need to go to VRM properties. So why not be ahead of the game? Go ahead and sign up. Um, and you, you just need to get on. You're probably gonna have to do some communication with the, um, with the agent. And a lot of times these agents, they're not just dabbling in this business. They usually carry a dozen, sometimes two dozen, sometimes more of these properties. So it's, <clears throat> it's hard for you to expect to get, right, get them on the phone and have a conversation. I suggest using email, I suggest using text, I suggest using contact forms on the VRM website to make communications with these agents who are very busy because a foreclosure listing carries with it a lot, a lot of paperwork, a lot of due diligence, and it keeps them, um, keeps them busy and hopping pretty good. So again, VA foreclosures can be found at VRM properties. Now in my local market, I looked it up, there was about a dozen properties and that included a few coming soon. So coming soon is, is, is a taboo subject or at least a, um, it's a confusing subject. A lot of MLSs won't allow coming soon, but on the VRM property website, you can see some that are coming soon. And talk about getting an, your buyer on the front page or ahead of the curve on this in this challenging market. If you see that there's one coming, you can really get the ball rolling before anybody else. Um, and those aren't in the MLS. Okay, 
here are some best practices to keep in mind, and this is directly from the VRM website. Ensure that you're, you're licensed in the state that you're making an offer for. Offers are only accepted by VRMproperties.com if you're an agent licensed in a state for which the offer is being made. Number two, provide your full agent and broker licenses when submitting an offer. If this is missing, it will delay your offer from being properly submitted and your offer will not be reviewed. Number three, provide complete and accurate information such as full buyer's names, emails. If your information is missing or partially provided, this will delay the offer process and your offer will not be reviewed. Number four, contact the listing agent if you have any offer-related questions. They have access to VRM's offer management system and can provide you the current status of, the, of your submitted offer. Number five, contact VRM Properties at our contact form if you have any technical-related questions or issues with your offer or the website. Number six, if your offer is accepted, you will find your offer in your offer dashboard in your account under accepted filter and your offer status will be under contract once the sale has been completed it will say sold if the offer is declined you will find your offer in the offer dashboard under archived okay now on to the the fha foreclosures found at the hudhomestore.gov website and if you just simply type in hud home store now let me say this has got to be the worst website in the whole planet okay it's very archaic it's not user friendly at all i do suggest using um chrome uh, microsoft edge is good um, don't try to use firefox on this one um, the the hud website is just no bueno um, so you have got to be registered and in addition to that your brokerage also has to be registered and have what's called a SAMS number or an NAID, uh, <clears throat> NAID number. And then you, once you've registered, you need to link to that NAID. If you're part of a larger firm with branches, your broker from the main office is the one that you need to link to. You're not going to link to your supervisory broker. It's going to be the principal broker of the firm who likely is the one who has the NAID number. Okay, so that is probably something that you should get on now. You can go search properties now, but if somebody wants to pull the trigger, you're not going to be able to do it. A, if you don't have an account. B, if your broker doesn't have an account. And C, if you're not linked. The two accounts need to be linked. Um, one thing that's really cool about the, I just trashed the, the HUD Home Store website but they have something called bid results, which is a cool function. It's unlike anything else in real estate. You can go on and see, you know, which bids have been accepted, you know, how many bids are going on. So I encourage you to look at that and you notice that it looks at the net to the seller. They publish that. What is the net to the seller on this accepted offer? That's how people look at it. So they take, um, they take the price offered, they net, they net out the commission and any other expenses to the seller and HUD looks at the net to the seller just like any other seller would um, you can one cool thing too about HUD uh, especially if you're representing a homeowner is that they really do give the edge to the owner occupant they don't allow the investors to swoop in and take properties 
So if you're representing an investor, you need to look at extended uh, listings versus exclusive. And exclusive just means that it's open to only owner occupants. They also allow um, nonprofits to come in and make offers. Sometimes there's nonprofits that house, uh, you know, um, people like mental illness or um, halfway houses for people getting out of jail. Uh, think of Al-Anon, think of sober living. These people need housing and they oftentimes will buy um, foreclosures and they, they too, since they're seen as serving the community, they come in and they are allowed to, to uh, make offers during the exclusive period. And the exclusive period, I usually, I don't know, let's say it lasts two weeks. It, it can be a, a different for each one. And they'll tell you that how much longer in the ex exclusive period and when it goes extended. So if you're representing um, an investor, you want to watch, 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 wait for it to go to extended. And then at 1201 on that, if you're a late late night owl, you can put in that offer. Now, the thing about um, HUD is you can put in that offer and you should have the offer inked out in paper, but HUD will um, ask you once they accept your bid, then you have to turn in paperwork. Um, they don't allow digital signatures. They only allow ink signatures. So once the bid gets accepted, you really have to hop, hop, hop and get things signed i think your broker needs to sign something and then you've got to like pretty much overnight it to this particular address um so anyways be prepared for that um you may never use it but you want to be on top of your game and um foreclosure is inventory too thanks for joining me everybody peace out